0: You are listening to Purgatory with Dr. Michaela Darkson.
1: Hi, and welcome to Purgatory. I am so pleased to have my partner in crime with me, Henry Liddell of Liddell Productions. He is a photojournalist, a portrait photographer, a radio host has done production for MTV, he's a graphic artist, an online marketer, a web developer, and I could go on and on and on, but I won't. So we're in our homes, respective homes, quarantined because of stupid 45 and his inability to have us have a, a a pandemic team because he fired our pandemic team and thought that this virus was a hoax. So here we are. We've been talking all week, pissed off, and pissed off about the state of our country. Right,
0: Henry? Absolutely. Yes, I hope everybody is at home, social distancing, and really just taking heed to the warnings that our medical professionals have given us. Because this is this is something that we've never experienced before. I mean, I know people I have friends that are like in their 70s and 80s. And, you know, all of them are telling me I've never experienced anything like this, which is which is quite shocking because we go through a lot of things throughout throughout, you know, history, the cycle, you know, that that really that 10 year cycle every decade. Any person who's been around the block a couple of times will tell you, oh, we've been through this before. You know, nothing ruffles my feathers because I've seen it. I've seen this happen. And uh, this is a little bit different. (laughs)
1: Oh, it's it's a whole lot different. And, you know, for me, my, you know, I'm I'm a a doctor by trade and I am an elective physician. So, you know, I cannot see my patients. And people seem to think that, you know, if I don't see patients, I don't get paid, right? Because I bill everyone. But here we are. um, We're getting what? How much of a stimulus is, is he offering?
0: I believe he's offering individuals $1,200 one-time payment stimulus package, and for people with children, I think he's offering $500 per child, which, you know, for, for an for a, a individual, that may be okay, depending on what your income levels are, but the truth of the matter is, I mean, if you're, you know, the, the median rent for United States of America is $1,000 a month. Per household,
1: an individual can't wipe their ass with that. That is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> you know what we need is debt forgiveness for a couple of months, for starters. Agree, small businesses, yeah, small businesses are suffering. People who don't get paychecks. well, I mean, the the people who pay the people who get the paychecks are suffering. We're all suffering. We're all going to suffer from this, you know. And for him to put a a, a deadline on a virus. A virus that hasn't even peaked yet to send people back out to to die more is ridiculous, but we need more than just a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars or five hundred dollars per child per household that that is not going to cut it. We need debt forgiveness right now in this country
0: I think we need i need i think we um debt forgiveness would be great I think you know right now people have credit card mortgages they have student loans for both themselves and their children. $1,200, I mean, the average, me, both me and Michaela are in Dallas, Dallas, Texas, and the average rent for Dallas, Texas, I just looked it up on online, and it, and it said uh, in accordance to the census, 2018 census, the average median for rent is $1,200. I mean, that's quite a bit of money, and that's for an apartment. That's not even, that's not including, you know, utilities and things of that nature.
1: You have, uh, you have eat. car notes. Health insurance, all types of insurances.
0: Yes, uh, I have malpractice. Yes,
1: malpractice insurance. I have health insurance. I have car insurance. Yeah, you have every, you know insurance for our practice, and in most you know doctors, we have staff. You know we provide for our staff and their families. You know they eat when we eat, so it's you know. And I saw, a, a really, I was really insulted uh, during his uh, press, uh, White House press briefing the other day. With the death toll, you know, climbing to 1,500, and I'm sure more people are dying every day, he had the audacity to complain that certain states' governors weren't appreciative enough of that, this little piece of shit money they want to send us. And he told Mike Pence to skip or ignore those governors in hard-hit areas. He is not America's president. He does not care about us. He cares about being praised. He cares about people being sycophantic. He cares about corporations. He does not. He doesn't get that people have to, individuals have to live. That most people work. That we didn't have to suck our dad's dick to get a million dollars. You know.
0: Hold on. Another thing too. I know. I know. That's what he said once in an interview that his dad uh, lent him. You know, uh, a very small loan of a million dollars. I mean, let's be realistic. His dad surely gave him more than just a million dollars and and not to mention the connections that he had. And then when his dad, when his father passed away, what do you think that money went to? So it's nepotism. He doesn't know what it's like to work. He doesn't he doesn't understand uh, Honest Day's work and and having to worry about how you are going to pay the rent? I mean, if anything, uh, he's just doing what he you know, what his record shows. And that is, uh, you know, bankruptcies.
1: Yes, he's going to bankrupt this country this this will be his seventh bankruptcy, the united states
0: well and I'll tell you that i'll tell you it's it's so interesting how some people get to fail without ever suffering the consequences because essentially that's what he's done all his life is, is to fail without consequence and uh the American people you know I don't speak for the American people but I am an American and I am a working class citizen and you know we do not have that luxury we do not have the luxury of you know, most Americans don't even have the luxury of staying home. You know, we're saying stay home, self-quarantine, social distancing, but realistically, most people live paycheck to paycheck. You know, and me, me included. And I do not have, um, you know, all my bookings, all the things I work, I was working on that that were solid are completely closed. I mean, I had to return money. I had to dates were canceled. I mean. And I mean, indefinitely, not just, oh, this month or, oh, next month. I mean, they said indefinitely. So to to just lay back and assume that, you know, our administration is going to do the right thing. It worries me because from what I've seen with all the other natural disasters or disasters that have taken place around the uh, in our country, Puerto Rico, which is part of the United States, part of the Union. Just the he way he that. him, <laughs> <laughs> That was so crazy, wasn't it? Yeah, he's crazy. I just think that, you know, I think everybody's feeling a little bit uneasy because the companies are laying off workers. I know a company that laid off, I have a friend who worked for a company that laid off 85% of their people because their their business was solely based off of live events. And um, at the end of the day, if you if you have a retail store... And your store is closed. If you have a restaurant, restaurant rents are very expensive, uh, particularly if you're in high traffic areas. And they're closed. They, you know, you're closed for a month. How much money did you lose?
1: And he thinks that, what, $1, $1,200 is going to do something? That's a, that's a spit on fire. It is nothing. It's absolutely nothing. What they should do is just take the, one of these programs, these government programs, and put that money back
0: into us. I agree. They should definitely do that because at the end of the day, even after this after this let up, I mean, I would hope that people feel comfortable. But we've given them, from what I've seen, they've given them no reason to feel comfortable to just get out and just start spending and spending and spending. After this, people are going to be really uh, monitoring what they spend. They're going to be very careful about investments that they make, purchases. I mean, after this, this is this is going to cause... A ripple effect, and 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 I don't think anybody in the United States, and the world for that matter, will be untouched. Because at the end of the day, we set the standard for the world.
1: Yes, and you know, I, I wonder what what all the forty five supporters are thinking now. He could, you know, he could he could set a baby on fire, and and they would they would sing his praises. But now they are affected. So I wonder if they think that he's so wonderful now. And like I said uh, earlier. We would not be in this predicament had he not fired the entire pandemic team. If he had not fired them, if he had not felt they were useless, he's so busy trying to undo everything President Obama did that he's just he's just allowing this country to fail. But actually, he's 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 in over his head. He doesn't know anything about being a president. He's not presidential. He's not a gentleman. He's just a, he's just a disgusting person. He is his heart is as ugly as his mother is ugly. And his mama is ugly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she is ugly. She looks like.
1: Would you cat Dracula's mama?
0: She's rough. She's rough. I oh, can see where he got his dashing good looks. But you know, I, I don't want to nest. I mean, here's the deal. I think at this point we know that Donald Trump is a hack, and that <laughs> it, it, there's there's nothing you can say to me to have me believe that this guy is qualified to be. You know, the manager of a taco Bell, let alone the the leader in chief of the country, but my major concerns are what's going to happen going forward? I just don't see how I mean the recovery from this is going to take a while.
1: It is going to take years. It, you know even uh, what do we even just in a week, in one week's time, that is a significant burden on every American who's not a billionaire financially one week. A disruption of our lives working is significant. It's significant to me. It's significant to you. It's significant to the person who works at McDonald's. It's, it's significant to the person who who's uh who works as a janitor. It is significant, not to him. It's significant to us who actually work. To those of us who work, and with the government, instead of they they're not looking. Well, the Democrats are looking at us as individuals. I can't say that the Republicans are, but what they need to realize is that we are individuals. They need to fight for us as individuals. Take from a program. What's the most overspent program that we have?
0: Well, uh, the most overspent program is the military. Yeah, it's the military. But you know, I just think that it's it's just interesting. I, I believe how they're, I think they're so negligent because. You know, you took down you. You pretty much dismantled the virus, the virus and and, and contamination unit. I, I don't know the. Don't quote me on the name of that particular task force, but he dismantled it. And um, it's funny because there's video of him saying, "Oh, if if anything, I'm a businessman. I'm a businessman, and as a businessman, I don't want people just standing around. You know, we don't. We're not using these people, and therefore, you know, you know, I, I got rid of it because if we need them. We can just." reassembling them with no problem and of course yeah. it's like do we have a problem <laughs>
1: you know i'm like the fuck why do you think they were there in the first place dumbass? ass
0: well you know i have an analogy about the uh about what donald trump's doing in the country my analogy is that your car is making some strange noises so you take it into the mechanic you drop it off with him and then he calls you back in a couple of days and you go to pick up your car and everything's running great he hands you a box, and it's full of screws, notes, and bolts. And you go, what are these? And he says, ah, don't worry about those. You don't need those. Those are just extra parts. They're not necessary. You go, okay. You throw the box in the, in the trunk. You get in your car. You get on the freeway. And you're driving along. And all of a sudden, you try to brake, and you can't brake.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: that's essentially what Donald Trump is doing to the United States.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he's doing. And, you know, and again, for him to... He's trying to put a, uh, a date or deadline on a virus. It is a virus. It's a pathogen, asshole. You can't put a date on a virus. And if he's listened to, listening to Dr. Fauci, he will understand that it has not even peaked. The worst, I mean, the worst has not, is yet to come. And we were so behind on this.
0: I think it's funny that he gave a virus uh, an ultimatum, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I am telling you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know he's such like an asshole. I mean, really, he really is asshole. I mean, you know, and you're going to send people back to work when people are contagious. There are people who are asymptomatic uh, that can still that will spread this to people. Yeah, I have I have two relatives in the hospital right now. One uh, is on a ventilator. She's getting better, thank goodness. But I mean, it is real, and I mean, it's deadly. He's, um, you know, he's he's got he's had people thinking that it's you know initially it's a hoax, and some people still, um, some people still it doesn't register to them because they're still partying and gathering and. They think it's, you know, they think it's, you know, this is fun and games and it isn't. But I think I, I have, I totally blame him for that. He is the reason why most people don't take this so
0: seriously. Well, at this point, I mean, look, two weeks ago, you could have, you know, somehow missed the news conference or a soundbite that flashed. But at this point, I think everybody can uh, come to an agreement that this is actually very serious. It's not a hoax. It's not a... It's it's not a hoax that was created by um, the Democrats. It's something that should be taken very seriously. And and so I mean at this point I think what are what are we at as far as the death the death toll uh, uh, over
1: fifteen hundred and it's it's going to climb. And I mean like I said again it it has not peaked. We haven't seen we haven't seen the worst of this. It's just we're the, we're in the beginning stages of this.
0: And there's not enough tests, too. You know, when they tell you that there is a certain amount of cases that have been confirmed, just imagine every person that that person had been in contact with. And I don't know what the, um, the rates of um, infection are with this disease necessarily, but I imagine that if that, those people were in contact with five other people, I imagine two of them.
1: Well, yes. Uh, my cousin, who's uh, in, in the hospital now, is fighting for her life, the, the, the three, three people that have been in contact with her have tested positive so yes
0: wow that's hot that sounds that's one is
1: symptomatic the other two are asymptomatic so yeah yes so i think the important thing right now is for people really to heed the warnings stay in your homes only go out as necessary if you need to food or whatever but the government needs to come with a solid plan giving us a couple of thousand dollars is not going to do it Right now, the American people need to be able to know that they have shelter mainly, and that they don't have to worry about creditors crawling down their backs they need there needs to be debt forgiveness
0: yes, i agree and in, and then right now, people have to remember that during these times of um stress like this and uncertainty, this is when people start to take advantage. I've noticed a lot of ads online for jobs and working from home positions where they really are, um, you know, predators. They're trying to get your contact information. They're trying to get your account information. So I would advise people before you take a job, do your research online and and just do it, Do as much research as you can, because right now they're really trying to capitalize on people's fears. And a lot of people are, are going to be getting like scammed. I could tell you that right now.
1: Oh, yeah. Scammed by them and scanned by um, the so-called president.
0: But another problem is, too, is that a lot of people, um, a lot of these institutions uh, are, are hoarding these ventilators right now because they don't have uh, their outbreaks have not peaked, you know, so that what they're thinking to themselves, I guess they're thinking, oh, OK, we need to go ahead and take, you know, these ventilators and we need to hoard them for when it happens to us. But right now. We need to mobilize and, you know, it's up to our leaders to mobilize the people and the industry and industry and tell them, you know, pretty much put mandates out there. You need to do this. You have to do that. There needs needs to be somebody kind of coordinating this whole thing. And perhaps there is. I don't know. But it sure seems the higher ups have a devil's may care attitude about handling this situation.
1: They just can't seem to come together. It's it's you know they're, it's like the Democrats against the Republicans and the common interest of the people is not seems to be of no interest at all. And right, they're
0: polarized. Yeah, they're all polarized. Yeah. <laughs>
1: they're you know the, all those people in Congress. They're they're good. We are not good.
0: Of course, they're good. They're still getting paid at the end of the month. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> they yes. they
0: still have a fat check and insurance and you know all is well on the hill, but you know. At some point, you're going to see some, um, you know, public unrest. I I don't think people are going to just sit around. There's, I don't know if he's put national mandates in place to ensure that people are not evicted, that people are not going to go hungry, that people are not. I don't think he is either, and I and I
1: don't think he cares. He doesn't care. All he cares about is being respected. All he cares about is people kissing his ass. And telling them he's so great and wonderful, like these, these stupid, sycophantic uh Republican followers of his. All all he cares about is that people glorify him. He does not care about the bottom line.
0: Well, hey, on this one he's gonna go down in history for this one for sure. So uh, if that's <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah. Well uh. you know what's gonna happen? They're gonna be riots. If they don't do something to protect the people, to ensure our welfare, there are going to be riots. There are going to be riots everywhere.
0: Remember what happened in London? They had those riots. It was just like ridiculous because it really was working class people. It wasn't thugs or gangs. It was working class people who did not have the means to take care of themselves, and they were fed up.
1: This is the hugest form of betrayal. This is our country. We work. We work hard. And we're just getting slapped in the face. I mean, it's he that uh, just for him to turn his back on our health is one slap in the face, and for him to not care about us being able to eat or to live in our homes is another huge slap in the face. And I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know what he think. He, well, he doesn't think because he's just a spoiled brat. He's just been given everything. He really never has had to work. So he does not, he doesn't feel what we feel. He doesn't understand. He has absolutely no understanding.
0: Well, you know, I can, it's obvious that whenever you see him in the news briefings and press conferences and stuff like that, I mean, he really doesn't show any empathy for the American people who are going through tough times right now. And, and, you know, everybody's going, a lot of people are going through it right now and he never shows any empathy I remember that there was one press conference that he had where he actually, you know, just started to like read this reporter, went off on him, uh, accused him of being uh, a hack and not a good reporter because he asked the president, what do you have to say to the American people who are feeling uncertain right now with these times? And he just kind of went off and uh, definitely not comforting knowing that this dude is uh, driving the car.
1: Oh yeah, (laughs) I feel like
0: I'm in a car with Stevie and he's the driver.
1: Right, you can't call him on anything. You can't talk about anything because you're rude or you're fake or it's uh, fake media. If he, he, you cannot call him on the truth at all.
0: It really is pathetic.
1: It is is pathetic. It's absolutely pathetic. (laughs) He is pathetic. The fact that these, uh, these people voted him in is pathetic. There were plenty of other worthy candidates, uh, Republican candidates to uh, run against Hillary Clinton and they chose this piece of shit.
0: Well, you know, um the thing about it is, is this is what this is what shows me what we're dealing with when when we're able to even have somebody like him be a candidate for the highest office in the land, to have somebody like him be a candidate for the highest office in the land when you have all these qualified people, it just tells you that like, man, this is what's in the hearts of the people who voted him in. That that's what they Well, you know, at the end of the day, here's the deal. It's it's hard to say that that the people who voted him in that's what they wanted completely because the way our system is set up it's a two party system you all you really don't have an option <laughs> I mean you you have little to you have a little to do with the option of who is going to be in the running for Republican um, or Democratic nominee right you don't have a whole lot of say once that has been chosen you ha- you can pick one or two A or B you don't really have a lot of options, and I know people are going to say, oh, well, this country is, is a two-party system. It's always going to be a two-party system. You know, it, you don't have that many options, really, because I, I know people were saying, oh, I didn't want to vote for Hillary, but I didn't want to do this, and I didn't want to do that. And it's just like, I, I completely understand that, but why was he even the option?
1: <laughs> no, and he, he knows nothing of history. He knows nothing of geography. He knows what what nothing. gives you that idea?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's definitely not smarter than a third grader. I will tell you that. <laughs> He's just a disgusting uh, loaf
0: of of fat
1: and skin.
0: I can see you're a uh, big fan.
1: Yeah, <laughs> oh, huge fan of that piece of garbage. Hell, I could eat. Well, playing. you know. Oh, shit.
0: Well, hey, that, I I knew. I knew the day I saw him, and I, I saw him, and I thought, oh, my God, he dresses like Wimpy. You know who Wimpy <laughs> he, is? He
1: looks like Wimpy. <laughs>
0: and he looked like he stole his look, didn't he? <laughs>
1: yes. He's definitely – he stole Wimpy, Wimpy
0: called. Him. He wants his look back.
1: <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just really he – just, he just disgusts me. And, you know, I I think um, – I have a, a friend who – you know, I, I try to – I don't watch the news. Try not to – yeah, uh, he watches so much. I think he's gonna give him a heart attack. I think he's just he—he my God, he just—I can't stand the sound of his voice. I can't stand the timbre of his voice. Like, just he just looks his facial expressions. He he looks like he's just a Jean shy of being mentally retarded. <sighs>
0: he um, it's hey, it's you know, look. I remember when Obama was elected president. The first thing I thought to myself was, "Wow, if he can do it, then surely I can." And, you know, I thought I could never have this feeling of, like, potential. And then Donald Trump became president, and I thought to myself, well, if he can do it, surely I can.
1: Yeah, it's not about potential. He's like, I'm like, if this motherfucker can be president, a muskrat can Ah, be president. ah, A ah, monkey, a chimpanzee, would be a better, more articulate ah, president ah, ah, than this motherfucker. Seriously. Oh, goodness. People laugh, world leaders laugh at him. They sit together and they sneaker at him.
0: Yeah, it's different. I, I Hey, look.
1: Yeah, it's different. Different. Yes, it is different. <laughs> it's different. They're never in the history of our country. <laughs> and here we sit isolated in our own homes because he thought the coronavirus was a joke. Because he fired our pandemic team. Because he is so busy trying to undo everything Obama does. Because he has really has no agenda other than to, to incite. Fear and hate, racial hate among people. That's all he can do. That's all he has.
0: I think I've learned after, you know, after after a while of observing like politicians and celebrities and different people of prominence and stuff like that, one of the things I've decided to do was to never idolize them. And so whether it's Obama or Clinton or George W. Bush or, or some celebrity, I, I will never idolize them. I want them to do exactly what I have to do. You go to work, you do your job, you do the best you can do, and you put the interests of the people that you work for, which is American people, you put those interests first. Yes.
1: And so I yes. will never
0: idolize Obama. I mean, there's not one politician that I thought was perfect. I thought they all had flaws. They all oh, could have yes. done things differently. Oh,
1: yes. And I'll tell you, I've a lot of things i disagree with with President Obama about. But, a, a, but he did care about the welfare of the American people. He was presidential. I never agreed with everything either the Bushes as presidents did. But they did care for well, i um, not say all that. But they tried. <laughs> but Yeah, I I I, I believe I well,
0: you know it. what? At the end of the day it wasn't as bad as this where like no. they don't even pretend to <laughs>
1: No, I mean, they don't this even, man they makes even, fun of like. He makes fun of what well, he's a misogynist. He makes fun of uh, people with disabilities and really he seems to have a, a mental disability. He, he something's wrong with him mentally. But he's uh, he's just <laughs> not just that. He's not he's not presidential. He's just a terrible. He's a poor excuse for a human being. His heart is is not kind. He is not a graceful individual. He is not a well-spoken person.
0: Tell he's, us what you really.
1: Oh uh, yeah, he's like he looks like he stinks. Uh, he's just a. Uh, He's garbage. He's garbage. Ah. And I just at this point, I, for anyone to defend him is insulting to me. I cannot respect a person who would defend this piece of dog shit.
0: Well so at this point people are coming up with like things like cons- people are coming up at this point people are coming up with things like conspiracy theories. They have all sorts of theories of like what happened really and and all of them you know uh abdicate him of having any responsibility yeah exactly what did he exalt- say he
1: could stand in the middle of 5th Avenue and and shoot someone and people would still follow him well, i believe that him. but you know he just pulled the trigger on America he is killing us
0: because right, of his neglect right. we
1: are dying we're dying because of him so he still is he still great because you know, it's affecting Republicans and Democrats and independents. It's affecting everybody. So I wonder if the Republicans think he's just so great right now.
0: Well, you know, it's it's, it's interesting thing is, is that I don't think like a lot of people think he's so great. I think that they know that, um, you know, at this point, a lot of the people who are in office, all they care about is winning. And they know that if, mm-hmm. if they don't go along with what he says, that his base is going to turn on them. But, you know, I think that you should have a higher moral standard than than that, you know. But they obviously they don't, and this pretty much we are taking note of the uh, of everybody in office who during these times are like just fuck the American people. You know, we gonna do us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think everybody should take note. Every American citizen should take note for the next election. What is happening right now? I mean, this is some serious stuff. This is it is. This, uh, we're at a new height.
1: It is, you know, and if you listen to your candidates. You know, people tend to be single issue voters or they're just voting because, you know, uh, we vote. I'm a Republican. So I'm going to vote Republican Republican regardless. Listen, listen to what they or that they claim to be. I think all politicians lie. But if, if you think about what uh, what uh, 45 campaigned on, he campaigned on hate. He campaigned on the fear. Absolutely. You know, that's all. That's what his campaign was about. You know. We want. We don't want any Mexicans over here. We don't, you know, all people of Arabic uh, ethnicity are terrorists. We don't want them here. You know, it was just and then hate. the people from the
0: sit all countries. Don't forget about that.
1: Oh yeah. Yes, yes. That's that's what he campaigned on. And and I think there was only one time in my life that I did not vote, and it was when Dukakis ran because I. I, it was he was just a joke. That was the first time in my life I would never exercised my right to vote, which goes to show that I'm typically vote Democratic, or sometimes I'll just I'll just you know just choose who I think is best. But that was the first time in my life because I just didn't I I just didn't agree with either candidate, so it was, I'm not going to put my you know you know I'm just not going to vote because that you know just because he's a Democrat and I'm a, a typically vote Democrat. I wasn't going to do that that time, but. More now than ever, yes. And people that are saying, "Well, it, really, voting uh, independent," is not going to help us right now because you know that Kemp is never, Kemp is never going to win. Not right now. I do wish that was a different party, but right now it's not the of to be playing. I mean,
0: our vote. Well, counts. he kind of did a Donald Trump kind of did a, a little bit of a coup, really, with the Republican Party because he really did take over that party and kind of change it up a little bit. The Trumpicans are definitely not Republicans. Uh, traditional Republicans. And uh, it's it's a whole new height. And but what I do not like is how, you know, of course, there's many things I don't like, but just the the way people kind of overlook things. And, you know, we have been reverted back to 40 years ago. With a lot of people can openly do things that they wouldn't be able to do ten years ago, and the racist rhetoric, the bigotry, the um, just the stuff that they're able to get away with is really fucked up and <laughs> uh it's just it's interesting because if anything, Donald Trump opens the eyes to people that nothing really has changed as far as like you know what they perceive of people of color Oh
1: yes, yes or it's women.
0: A- Right, because
1: before it was just illegal to do it, you couldn't do that legally. But now, <laughs> uh, you can't. Uh, you can't breathe there without someone calling the police on you.
0: Right, exactly, and um, and I one of my, one of the things that I notable things that pe- especially people who are racist or supremacist, which you know, it's different, but it's the same. Uh, one of the things that they love to do is to just not acknowledge that you're even being discriminated against. They're like, what are you talking about? I'm not a racist. I, I, you know, I I would never do anything racist. It's like, just because you don't consider yourself a racist publicly doesn't make you that if, if I'm, if I'm walking around wobbling and quacking, if somebody confuses me for a duck, then I can't get mad.
1: Right. (laughs) Exactly. Yes.
0: It's ridiculous.
1: It is ridiculous. Well, I wouldn't say it's ridiculous. it's ridiculous well we want to say stay inside please don't do more than you need to do do whatever you do just make it essential this is real people are dying black people you are not immune to this i was having a conversation with someone earlier who was arguing with family members because they just think that black people cannot contract this
0: virus. Yes, you
1: can. Stay inside. So you're saying
0: black girl magic won't save us?
1: Black girl magic won't save you. Black girl magic is the bomb, but it's not going to save you. And...
0: Black girl magic is mindfulness.
1: <laughs> yes. Stay safe, people. Thank you all for rocking it with Purgatory with Dr. Michaela and my partner in film crime, Henry Liddell, Liddell Productions, and we will holler at you later.